Hey, bitch talkers. How are you? This is Aaron. Got Captain Party Ange to my left. Oh, and uh, Shar's on the ones and twos over there. Uh-oh. Hey, guys. We've, we're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Here all week. I didn't even think to look. That's Ange. Hey, it's Captain Party on the yeah. left. <laughs> uh, this is episode 208. 208 of the Bitch Talk podcast. <whistles> yeah, I'm feeling it. I feel like I've been running a marathon for mm. five years. <laughs> 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 My legs are a little tired. Uh, it's been, it was a kind of a crazy weekend, uh, all around in San Francisco, outside of San Francisco. Um, there's something called outside lands that, uh, I went to for a few hours Friday. Char was there all weekend long, holding it down. Um, (laughs) I have a lot of questions for Char. What else? You know, we'll get to the fucking dark shit later. (laughs) We'll go to the dark side a little later. Yeah, something to look forward to. (laughs) Yeah, something to uh, brighten up your day. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about Outside Lands, Char. Uh, I know you were in studio Friday, right? With a different... Can we talk about that? Yeah, of course. With K-Fog. Yes. uh, Classic K-Fog in San Francisco. Uh, You're holding it down inside. And then when did you end up out there? Late? Um, or did you even end up end up out there? I actually, Friday? I did. I was gonna go out Friday, but I ended up just saying, "Forget it." Cause That's I, smart. Because by that time, yeah. I mean, like, because uh, I was doing afternoon drive with yes. no name. Yep. And so, by the time I finished everything, I think it was like close to seven. It wouldn't have been. And then I'm like, it's the gorillas, and I'm like, I've seen the gorillas before. You know, it wasn't anything. It's just right. like, yeah. What were my options? Driving out there, which would have taken me 45 minutes, and then trying oh, to find least. parking. Yeah. And then, or taking a lift, which probably would have cost me 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Prices yeah, were lift, surging. Lifts to anywhere in the city were triple the price. Yeah. All weekend. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take it. So, did you drive all weekend? I drove on Saturday uh, all morning. Okay. Which was interesting. I have a fun little story about that. Uh <laughs> but uh yeah i went friday uh i really was looking forward to a tribe called quest that's why i requested uh friday tickets from my uh em- one of my employers church street flowers they do all the flowers for outside lands and um we were lucky enough to get some vip oh, is that why you were there this morning yeah okay <laughs> yeah because uh, you, you were in that vip section and there were i was actually sitting at one of those tables that you took a picture of oh, this morning weird. and i and i, <laughs> I go, felt your presence and I, well i was le- i go i was like oh is she getting flowers because uh i was moving flowers off of my table because there were bees <laughs> well oh my god i moved one of those flowers and a bee came right up and i was like oh, i'm gonna leave this here for hey a leave minute. them alone we need them i know but they sting me every goddamn time that's I funny that's probably the one that was bothering it me was <laughs> Probably the same gu- same fucker. Did you see flip flop footprints in the dirt? I did. I That's saw- Shars. <laughs> I wore shoes this weekend. I have blisters to prove it. What? <laughs> How dare you? The time that you wear That's shoes. That's what you get for wearing shoes. I know. That's what I said when I got home. <laughs> weird. So weird. So we were on our way. Uh, we took a little, you know, cat nap. I worked early that week morning, and then. Uh, and then got over there, and on our way there, Jeff uh, downloaded the app, which was cool. 
and they give you all the alerts and stuff, and it's all due to travel, blah dee blahs. Uh, Tribe Called Quest will not be playing tonight, and play will be playing tomorrow. And I'm like, this is the only reason why I requested Friday tickets. And you heard that they canceled thir- Saturday. Yeah. So I have funny, weird, interesting news. I'm sure other people have pieced it together if they looked at social media. But one half of A Tribe Called Quest was there Friday night. They were performing with an old band that I used to work with. Mm. And uh, he was there. It was Q-Tip that was not there. What? Okay. That's my assumption. Never saw him there. I'm because I'm assuming if Q-Tip was there, they could perform. Then they would have performed, <laughs> right? So you know, I don't want to say anything that I don't know, but that just makes sense to me. So fine. So one half was there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> then the Saturday thing happened, and then they didn't show up. Right. Right. And then yesterday, I think, was the official announcement that they weren't playing at all. Oh, I didn't even... Or there was a Chronicle story about it. Oh, I just assumed that after Thursday, or after Saturday, after they canceled Saturday... That it was completely... Then it was completely done. There was a big sign up on the, uh, um, at the Land's End stage, at the main stage, Mm -hmm. um, that was like, uh, a, a a Tribe Crawled Quest... We've just been informed that a tribe called Quest will not make their performance tonight, but they didn't say anything else. Right. At least, you know, Friday they were saying, "Oh, they're going to be here tomorrow at the Twin Peaks stage right. at seven o'clock, whatever." Right. That didn't happen. At the, on Saturday they were like, "Sorry, we just found, we just found this out, and that was it." And so everybody's like, "Well, they're not going to be here at all." So I had no. Sucks. It smells fishy. Oh yeah. Well, the. the the things that people were talking about was the fact that they said that they had travel issues on Thursday trying to get here for Friday, and they were coming from a gig in Colorado. Okay. And so by Saturday when they're like, okay, we're not going to make it at all, or we're not going to make it, they're just like, dude, Colorado's not that far. You could have jumped on a bus and yeah, driven here. Yeah, or flying by Saturday. Flying to San Jose, flying to Oakland where it's, But, you know, I mean, like, at that point, it's like right. there's something else going on there as to why they didn't show up. Yep. It's not just mm-hmm. travel issues, no. you know, so. Like I said, one half of the band was here on Friday, so. Uh, so who did you see that was worth anything? Uh, I saw a band that I'm not into, but now I kind of like them, Bell and Sebastian. Mm. Oh, I like I like them back in the yeah. day. Do they have new stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they're just fun. Yeah. They're Scottish. I mean, of course, I want to drink with them. Like I, I always wanna... li- I like them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Saw them. Uh, and I, I now it's like once you have VIP, it's like once you sit in first class, you don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. But every stage had like a VIP area. Um, and the VIP bathrooms, wow. Is, so this is your first <laughs> VIP experience at, at Outside Lands. Yeah, man. I mean, I can't afford that shit. Uh, yeah. It was cool. Oh, and then we went we went to the Barbary uh, Coast tent. Okay. And we saw Nick Kroll do a stand-up. And it was it was really... He was funny. Dana's I, mad at Nick Kroll. Why? Because uh, uh, he... Well, first of all, she's really she doesn't really know who he is, so she was like, "Whatever." <laughs> the douche. And then, the douche. and then, um, when she was on Friday, when she was uh, having a moment with Henry Rollins, Nick Cole, I, I saw that Nick Cole kind of cop blocked her, like kind of <gasps> came in and interrupted, and like that ended that, like kind of ended her moment. Wow. And then on Saturday, when uh, we were trying to talk to Jeff Goldblum, not we tried. Had to, she what? did. We were waiting. Well, we were waiting for him. I'll show you uh, to, we were waiting to talk to him and. 
Nick Kroll just like completely again like was Cost just blocked her? like well just was just there and talking they they were there talking to each other forever and we were just like and all these people are just kind of waiting around to just say hi to say hi to him and you know tell him nice set and he was like like Nick Kroll just probably talked to him for like 10 10 or so minutes oh. because we were afraid he was going to leave right. and he almost did right like he 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 as soon as he was done talking to Nick Kroll he took pictures with like a couple people and he was about to leave right and that was when we like kind of got our moment we're just like hey and then he hung around for a couple minutes after that which was cool uh, yeah I saw this goddamn picture oh my god that is a really was... good hug yeah. Oh, you should have seen. That's like a Jonathan Gold hug right Oh, there. no. He was, he, he was, he told Dana <laughs> she smelled Gold. like peaches. And, <gasps> well, he smells delicious. So. Oh, At least wow. last year he did. Last year. <laughs> what? I'll never forget when he walked by. I'm like, what is that? And then I looked up as Jeff Goldblum in the Ritz Carlton lobby. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. Uh, the fly. Yeah. I mean, this is really why I wanted her in here to talk about this. I needed a play-by-play. There wasn't much to it. We we <laughs> we showed up. I well, we we met up at, at the K Fog tent, and then um, Dana had an interview uh, with a band um, war, with the band War Paint at five or something like that. Okay, and it was like about four o'clock. Okay. Uh, or th- it was like three thirty or so when we were there, and she's like, "I want to meet Jeff Goldblum," and I was like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> okay. And she's like, "But we've you know we've got to be at the media tent by four forty five because of this interview." And if you don't know Outside Lands, it's like it's really spread out, like yes. like in Barbary Coast, which is where all the comedian mm-hmm. comic type Podcast. shows yep. are are is at the very end, right? And where we are, the media tent and the main stage and all that is on the uh, complete opposite end. So it's probably like about oh, a 10 minute walk. Yeah. Was it over where? Like uh, the media tent is yeah. if you're at Land's End. Yeah. And then the the right side VIP, if you're facing yes. the stage, yep. it's right near the entrance there. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, and that's on the other side. So <laughs> so she's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. I was like, well, let's go. I was like, I go, I looked at the clock and I go, we have an hour. So let's. Go over there, catch the end of the set, see what we can do, and if we can't do anything, we gotta come. We gotta come back at four thirty or four forty-five or four forty, and make our way back here. And so that's exactly what we did. We just trucked all the way over to the Barbary Coast and um, caught the end of his uh, his set, uh, the Jeff Goldblum set. And then how we, was it? It was cool. It was you know like it was. It was very Jeff Goldblum, like playing piano, freaking yeah, doing was, his thing, and like awesome. kind of cabaretish, oh, right. you know, jazzy, all that good stuff. And then, um, and then we went to, we got back, we got backstage, and we just kind of hung out there, and we just kind of just kind of milled around <laughs> and just kind of waited, and was like just stalked him pretty much, and just got in, and then next thing you know, the set was over, and we, you know, back there you could see. The, the, they have monitors so you can watch what's actually happening on stage. Mm-hmm. So we were able to watch part of, uh, we were able to watch the end of that set and know when he was done. And then he came out and we're just like, okay, he's here. I was like, I was like, what are we going to do? I wanted to take a picture too, but then I was just like, dude, this is too much. Dana's already freaking, Dana's doing her thing. <laughs> so She's working it. And she, I was like, that was her mission. So I was like, all right, well, she can have her mission. <laughs> awesome. I wanted to see him. Um, but obviously we weren't there on that day. But Nick Kroll was hilarious. Um, his opener, Nick Thune. Uh, I don't think he's from San Francisco, but I know he used to live here. was hilarious. And 
yelled at a woman with a baby in the tent. I mean, I'll put it in context. It was hilarious because <laughs> it was just fucking hilarious. And I think the father of the baby kept yelling at Nick Thune, who's the comedian. Oh, God. Which I was like, all right, you guys. I mean, <laughs> but it made for it made for uh, a fun day. <laughs> A fun comedy set. Uh, also, I don't think this is spoiling anything because I don't know if he'll put it in his. I guess Nick Kroll's doing um, a Netflix special. I guess stand up that'll be mm. coming out in the next. I don't know. Who knows when? If Netflix is still around. But one of his <laughs> jokes, and we were like dying. One of his jokes was talking about dogs he wants to fuck. <laughs> then not only does he talk about dogs he thinks about fucking, then he goes out to the audience and be like, "What do you guys think?" And people were raising their hands. <laughs> And yelling out different dogs that they want to fuck. It was hilarious. I mean, disgusting, but also fucking awesome. (laughs) So, cheers to you, Nick Kroll. And you're hilarious. Uh, And then that was it. We, we, The only reason we went... Oh, Char. Hmm. We got Frickles, too, by the way. Did you say... Did you say... Did you go in that line? No, because by the time we passed it, there was no line. Oh, uh, okay. What the fuck is Frickles? Is it like French fried pickles? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Why, do you know those people? Yeah, those guys have been on uh, Sports News 3. They're really good friends with Ben and Brad. They've known Bre- they've known those guys forever. What? We've had them on the show. Yeah. And well, Ben has never told us about Frickles? I. They are delicious. So they're the, cut these, like these French guys fries? Are, the, they're pickles no, that are they're cut just, like fries? They're deep fried, and they're deep fried pickles. They look they're actually like more the like- the shape of fries? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> they're like the pickles that are dipped like in um I've had deep fried shrimp. pickles. No. Yeah, that's they're deep fried pickles. Okay. Yeah, I've had that before, but I thought they were called frickles because they're like Here. French fry shape. No, no. they're fried pickles. Mm-hmm. They did a damn good job because sometimes- No, they, the, this, these guys, the Frickle Brothers are actually- uh, they mm-hmm. do. They they basically work the festival circuit, and like they're that they're that place that there's like the line like forever because of the, because of the out. thing. And um, like when I went there, the line was insane. And then I texted Ben. I was just like, "Dude, is is your guy here?" And um, Ben's like, "Look for Paul and see what you see what happens when you say my name." And then I then on yesterday. Paul recognized me because I heard that Brad was there for a little bit too Aww. yesterday. I uh, probably prepping or helping out or whatever. Oh, the homie. And yeah. so I was actually at the. I was looking to see if Brad was there. Yeah, and then guys. and then um, Paul, uh, one of the Frickle brothers, one of the owners. Frickle. Uh, is, so their name is Frickle. Yeah, that's the now name of the company. That, now that makes sense, and it's kind of. Meant to be that they deep fry pickles. No, oh no no no! no, no. Like... That's the name. <laughs> I'm confused about everything. No fried pickles, frickle. That's yeah, the that's name of their get, company. But I thought they were also named that was, frickle. Oh, like they were just born into yeah. fried pickles. Yeah, yeah like okay. Ben Frickle. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I bet there's a Ben Frickle. But anyways, Paul saw me and then he like kind of waved to me and then I, I I walked up to him and I was just like, "You're Paul." And he's like, "Hey, Charlene." He he recognized me immediately and he's like, "Did those guys send you here?" And I was like, "Yeah, Ben told me to drop to drop his name and see what happened." He's like, "Absolutely nothing will happen." <gasps> and, then, and then he's just like, "What do you need?" Oh, good Jesus! Well, I like it. Looks like it comes with two sauces. Is that yes, like a remoulade? Well, they have a, a ton of sauces. You have a choice. There, there are aioli, remoulade. I don't know. There's a bunch of them. There's a sriracha one, okay. and there was a curry one. I think there's like there's six or ranch. seven. They're actually, you know, where they're going to be? They're going to be in the uh, the barbecue place at Reno. The barbecue festival. Aww. Have fun, guys. <gasps> okay, let's talk about that off mic. 
I have thoughts. We're not going. Sorry. All right. Well, anyways, I'm still I'm got- <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I'm following them on Instagram now, so I will follow them wherever they're at. But yeah, so I told them I was going to, because I'm, yeah, I'll be there that weekend. So uh, what's it called? Go I told get some I'd, frickles. I told them I'd stop by. Dude. Wow. Well, that's the most exciting story you had from oh, outside frickles? land so far. <laughs> no, the other exciting story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeff Goldblum, obviously. Well, I didn't see him. Freaking Dana hugged him. Yeah, well, sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, no, no. The best, not the best part. Outside Lands is cool. I haven't been there in seven years. Uh, they, their setup is incredible. I don't, I don't know how many times you've been, but since seven years ago, it was pretty. Oh rad. yeah, they, I mean it's definitely. Uh, let's see, it's been around ten years. Yep. I think I've been to five or six of them. Oh wow. Okay. Because I was there for the ones early on, and then I yes. took a little bit of a break for maybe two or three years. And then started going again like two years ago. It's, I mean. Oh, no. It's, I, well, you know what's funny is yesterday, because it's like, the, it was the 10th anniversary. Right. So this started in August of 2008. Right. And it's funny because uh, one of my dear friends who I used to work with over at CBS, over at Alice, um, her name's Danielle. She works, basically this is her baby. She's she works over at another planet, which oh, oh, produces oh. and yeah, puts this on is theirs, yeah. Which puts on another, uh, which puts on outside lands, right. which created outside lands, right? And um, she was uh, when I met her, or when I met her, uh, when she went there, she left CBS Radio to go to another planet. Another planet. Mm-hmm. She was like a marketing director or something like that. Now she's like VP of events of special events for another planet, and she basically helps. Can, like she's like the person that to go to for this kind of stuff. She basically didn't sleep for the last five days, right? Oh uh, yeah. Well, the, the our <laughs> our our running joke is during the summertime, is uh, I don't call her for us to go out to lunch or anything right. until November when festival season's over. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw her. I remember seeing running into her. I I never run into her because she's always running around. Right. And I actually for like one in like what six years or one in like four years. In the last four four times I went, I ran into her, um, and she was like, "Time for lunch. Call me in November." <laughs> it was basically how right. it is because that's how it is. But it, it what's funny is, I remember going to another planet, which is based out in Berkeley, mm-hmm. and we were having lunch. That's like probably I guess it was eleven years ago, and she's like, "Hey, so get this, we're gonna try to put on this cool festival, and it's gonna be in." It's gonna be in Golden Gate Park, and we're gonna call it Outside Lands because you know, like the history of Outside Lands and Golden Gate Park and all mm-hmm. that. And she's like, "It's gonna be a really cool music festival. We're gonna like we're gonna launch it in August or whatever." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that sounds cool. Who knew? <laughs> Who effing knew? Who knew? Yep. You know, ten years later, it's freaking." The biggest thing on the West Coast. It is. It's right. one of the biggest festivals. The only real legit one in San Francisco. There used to yeah. be like reggae in the park. Right, there used right, to right. be all these other things that would happen, but now, right. like within San Francisco, of course, right. there's like other ones though. Well, um, what's it called? The blues, blues, uh, folk and blues festival in October. Oh, strictly hardly, yeah, hardly bluegrass. strictly bluegrass. Hardly strictly bluegrass. Yes. Will the Frickles be there? <laughs> I don't know. They might be. <laughs> they I don't know. Be. I don't I, know. I love that festival because that one's free. Yeah, <laughs> which true. is rad. 
uh, that that fits my. But what's funny is it's like as we you know ten years ago, I was all about this, and I you know like I was swimming in it you know there early, there mm-hmm. late till mm-hmm. the end, and I was talking to you know my friend No Name who. I've kind of done these things with mm-hmm. for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, us doing these things in our forties is a lot different than what it was <laughs> Dude, us doing it us is in like, 25. I mean, I mean, now she's talking about the bathroom being like one of the most exciting. Um, one of <laughs> the guys I would I be wor- too. One of the guys I work with the church street <laughs> deliver guy in his twenties was like, man, those bathrooms. I'm like, yes. In the VIP area, this is the first time they had like real sinks, I guess. So yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like fucking and mirrors. And that and is the worst thing about music festivals. Yes or anything like that or the bathrooms yes. the lines and the yeah the smells and the were signs. you hanging out did you have access to the to the left side VIP probably but we never went there oh the, like where you took that picture no we never went there okay but yes I guess we did I never got to that side of the stage that's the best that's the best like that's the one that I like to hang out to hang out with oh. because the drinks there first of all they have there's actually free stuff there and, and then, um, well, I guess I missed the free stuff too. With the, on the right side, there's nothing. Well, there's not really free stuff on the they right side. They crave jerky, which I should have. Oh, those oh. that those are like sample stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like on the left side, it's like catered. No, free. I bet we didn't have. We weren't in there because the, and then the drinks are all f- like fifty percent off. Yeah, no, we didn't have. <laughs> if I knew we had that, I'd be over there. Uh, no, yeah, the bathrooms were great. Uh, <laughs> But they had some cool, I don't know, on that side of the tent. I know we're so outside lands heavy right now. But I thought they had really cool um, photography up. Uh, I don't know if they had it in that uh, tent that you were in. Oh, you, oh, in the... But uh, the right side tent, they had all, I think, probably the last 10 years of bands. Right, and the right. photography was rad. And some of it was sad, like uh, Sharon Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a photo of her from the Dap Kings. And um, they did have a tribe called Quest <laughs> on there with... With Q-tip, I'm like, where were you? Uh, That's funny. But uh, it was cool. I mean, it's just, I'm not a big festival person, obviously, but it's a really good one. I mean, if you're into that shit and you are really into the headliners, pay for it. Why not? Do it. Treat yourself. And and live music. I mean, like this, I guess that's the whole thing. Like these festivals, like for me too, it's discovery. Yep. You know, you find you come across mm-hmm. something that you probably wouldn't hear because, especially outside lands, because they play such a, it's so diverse. It's not like just kind of one hardcore. Like, well, think about it. It's like the Who, right? And Sorry, they, I was thinking more of the audience. Oh, the audience. <laughs> I'm not. I don't care about the. You mean audience. you mean the yes? The musical layout is very diverse. I agree. I agree with that. I didn't. I'm like, of course, oh, you, 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 your bitter ass always goes straight to the audience. <laughs> I was thinking about the music. I don't care about the audience. Wow. Deep V's and no bras. That's what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Kroll even made a joke about that. He's like, uh, a lot of a lot of ladies don't wear bras out here. And I'm like, I think so. there's nobody wearing bras. What? It was way too nipply out to not be wearing a bra. It's the new thing. The, oh. There was uh, actually, don't there have was. To a, anymore? No, we don't have to. There was a couple cool. of times that uh, <laughs> Dana said something. Did she say like, that too? Well, she was like, she's like, we're getting too fucking old. I was just like, I want to put clothes on these girls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cold. Come on, it's August. It's fucking True. August. There, there was sun Friday when we got there. There was actually the sun came out a little bit, and it did get a little warm. But I, I mean, I live close to there. Saturday, Saturday was no. not at all. It came out. Saturday it came out in the evening, like, like right five before or six. Yeah, right before sunset. Right. 
So it was kind of, we had a cool sunset, but then Saturday sucked. Or Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, it was. Sunday was freaking overcast <laughs> and freaking raining. And I guess because the Who has a song about it raining, so it needed to rain, I guess. <laughs> Man. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It was beautiful. It was, I liked the lighting. Um, a lot of their setups were cool. A lot of the smaller, smaller stages mm -hmm. were cool. I had no idea on Friday that Big Frida uh, was there mm. what? Uh, at all um, on a as really a surprise guest well I guess they were doing this one stage where and I'm I'm terrible the other half of a Tribe Called Quest there <clears throat> with Chris Constantino who I absolutely adore who's a chef but they were doing like food music all on one stage so she was beignets <laughs> with Big Frida, blah, blah, blah. But Jeff only read to me beignets. So I was like, oh, cool, food. Whoa, He didn't party read foul. the other part of that. I didn't even know that was a stage. And that was maybe an hour before we got there. So oh. I would have adjusted my schedule. He fucked up. Sorry, yeah, he did. Jeff. Well, he doesn't even know, of course, who Big Frida is. It's fine, babe. No, not a lot of people do. <laughs> so, um, but I don't know. It was cool. The setup's cool. We had a lot of stoned uh, bartenders that would tell them how much money we gave them and how much change we needed back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys, just pour a drink. Um, I don't know. That's it. Beach balls. A lot of beach balls. Today we saw a lot of beach balls <laughs> under the stages uh, at the cleanup. I can't believe that they, I think they have to clean that up in a day. Yeah. Jesus. I was tired just looking at it. Uh, they make a lot of money and they're a big crew. <laughs> yeah, it's a mm -hmm. huge crew, but it was kind of it was a little too easy getting in and out. <laughs> I have to say today, today. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they're just like, yeah, get through. Everyone's exhausted. So did you go to the first outside lens? No. Okay. I was there in two thousand eleven. Okay. 10, 10 or 11. Because the very first Outside Lands, it's f like you say how the way that they do it now over the, over time. Totally different. Um, That first Outside Lands was, you know, like it's your first one. You don't know what to expect. You don't know mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, every time I walk from the Land's End stage, which is like the big main stage, and then there's kind of like a secondary main stage that's kind of yes. like parallel to it called Sutro. the Sutro. Yep. Um. So those are like the bigger names are there on those stages. Every time I walk from that stage to the other stage and you see that big, giant, kind of fenced off area, mm -hmm. the very first year, they didn't fence it off very good. Mm -hmm. And it basically, that whole fence got trampled down, like trampled down because people wanted a shortcut and there was too many people <laughs> and they cut. And so, like, that was like, it was like, a, a, I remember that first year, it was just like, people just like, it was like a stampede of people that just like, I was just up gonna and say, over. fucking cattle. Yeah, like, it was cattle where they just knocked it down. So the fence was like, just stepped on. <laughs> and it was like, and so ever since then, after that first year, it's like, yep. they corrected that. Like, that was like probably the first thing they corrected. Because, like, <laughs> I remember the second year coming back and Red going, flag one. Going, Wow, nobody's getting around there. No, I mean it is. I feel like it's double and tripled. Right, right, right. Fenced in, like, which and, is good. And the way that they, and the way that they control it. I mean, like mm -hmm. obviously it's been ten years of corrections right. over time. But mm -hmm. I like, but every time I see that first, every time I see that area, and I'm going from Lands End to Sutro or vice versa, mm -hmm. I'm like <laughs> that first year. How do you feel about <laughs> the bracelets? I think it's smart. I think it's fine. I mean. As a person that's been doing VIP and or has been doing radio and right. stuff events, like 
it gets the job done in terms of people trying to get away with something mm-hmm. because you gotta you have to scan in everywhere because mm-hmm. I used to you know take a pass off right hand it over to somebody mm-hmm. go and bring people in and so you've got 10 people with you right. that are in a place that they're not supposed to be right. because you just pass passes you can't do that this way right and so it's smart <laughs> I mean it's it, it like I said it gets it's not good for somebody like me that wants to bring buddies right, in right. and know what I've been doing for <laughs> right. unfortunately like first world problems I've been doing this for 10 years right, you know right. uh, We're just trying to you know give other people a chance to see what's going on there see how the other half live so they're they have these and I've never seen this at any other event it just started it last costs year a lot of money to yeah do it, it. they just did it, they just started it last year so they give you this like kind of silk um, cloth bracelet that has this square attached the to metal it. well it's plastic. Quarter. And then you just go in and you scan it on this thing. And if the light turns green, you're cool. And if not, you're out. But as soon as you put that bracelet on. You can't take it off. Nope. Yeah. No, you shouldn't. So it's fine. Yeah, it's smart. And it's smart. Uh, but there's some of those, I don't know if you know, like Winelands. Mm-hmm. So the only way you can buy wine is if you load money onto that thing. Gotcha. So I don't know. It was fine. We didn't. We didn't deal with it because then there's lines at the ATM to put money on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like oh, funny you know does it, yeah does it matter or doesn't it matter but um last year because um oh uh, that one thing i think is funny though is that there are so many different kinds of bracelets i don't know if you like i didn't notice um because the ones that we have the ones that uh the like it's like almost kind of like an all access it's called right. a bison pass Oh, okay. And so it gets you into, like, it, it can get you backstage and it can get you, like, but the thing is, is nobody really knows exactly where what gets you. Right, right, right. And just I remember try. last year, <laughs> yeah, that's like, exactly like what the- we did. <laughs> that's what we would do. Last year, we would just go, we would go places and we were like, are we allowed to go here? And we were like, know. I don't know. <laughs> put your arm over it and if it is turns it- red, you're yeah. like, oh, sorry. And then we're like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. But if you put it on as a green, like, okay, Jackpot. let's keep going. And, and that's kind of... But the, there's so many different ones. I'm like, I actually want to talk to Danielle about like, how, what do you Me do? Too. You have I want to know everything. Do you have a team that you come up with and go? Because there's probably like about 20 different kinds of Holy bracelets. Shit. There's the single day bracelet. Right. There's a VIP bracelet. There's a three day GA. There's you know the three day VIP. There's a bison that. And then there's also the bison media that only gets you to certain media spots. There's like an artist one. There's like there's so many things. Mm. And so it's just like, how do you control what goes what? It's like and, and, and we were talking about it yesterday. It's like you probably have more access than you think because these, like you how no do because <laughs> they they probably just program it and say, oh, you're only allowed to go these places. You know, like, how can you program everything the way that you want when you have, like, you know, 20 or 30 different kinds of bracelets running around, you know? Mm -hmm. It's impressive. Because there's the vendor bracelets. There's the staff. There's there's a bracelet for everything. Mm -hmm. There is. I think they do a good job. Really. Can you tell her? (laughs) Someone that's done a lot of events and been to a lot of events. I don't know. And how do they find? I'm sure there are people that try to spend the night in there. There has to be. We were talking about it today when we were picking up the stuff. Where they're like, there has to be little nooks and crannies in here where people spend the night. I mean, you can't patrol everything, right? But 
Or do they just find bodies, not dead bodies, but people that have like taken so many drugs the next morning, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> there has to be those saw stories. Of saw a lot of people getting carried off in stretchers. Did you? I saw mm. about three or four. I also forgot mm. about couples that get drunk and fight at festivals. I didn't see that. I saw at least two of those. And I'm like, it was still early. It was like five in the afternoon. I'm like, you guys. That's hilarious. It's a little early. I mean, <laughs> one of them, the chick was like yelling something about being a psycho to the guy. And I was like, okay, guys. <laughs> Come on. You paid a lot for you these tickets. A, yeah, Come you on. paid a lot of money to Enjoy be here. Enjoy the show. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was just funny. I forgot about that shit. Uh, I had a, really quickly, I only have one couple that was supposed to be going to outside lands on saturday i was driving and uh i get this couple you know i just want to tell people that use ride sharing apps please put your picture in there because that helps drivers identify who we're picking up and a are, lot of can't you are you don't you have to put your picture eh, people don't oh really if you link it to like your facebook account or something then it'll automatically link up to your profile picture right or you can just I think that's upload how mine a profile is. picture yeah uh, that's interesting. If, I thought you had to put up a picture. I think I wish they would l- make people do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I pick up these people and didn't have a picture, but they get in. I'm like, you guys are Max, right? Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. I could tell they were preoccupied, but they answered my question. I start going. I saw where their destination was. And I'm like, that's weird because they keep talking about outside lands. And then the guy of the couple gets on the phone. who's like, dude, we're in the Uber. We're da 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 da. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I'm like, are you guys going to Fellowship Barbershop? They're like, what? I said, are you Max? What? Wait. I'm like, you guys are in a Lyft, not in an Uber. <laughs> God. I'm like, hello. So and they, don't you look at like the license plate. I always, I look, always at license look at the plate. license plate. Yeah. There are people that don't. Um, but I think if someone had their photo in there, that would have helped me out a little bit. But that was fun. I'm like, so get the what, hell out of my car. Well, it's fucked up everything because I was supposed to be picking up Max, mm-hmm. who then had to cancel on me and probably got charged money. So anyways, it was a fucking shit show. Uh, but I didn't work. I stopped working at like 12. I started at like 7.30 and I was done by noon because I didn't want to deal with outside lands. I know I can make more money, but mm-hmm. Friday night it was crazy just with people trying to leave. And also, um, I don't think... I don't know about Uber, but I know Lyft had specific spots because we weren't able to or we weren't allowed to go down Fulton right, uh, or Lincoln to pick anyone up. So it was a little it's kind of a shit show. Yeah. So I got lucky Saturday and Sunday. Well, why? Uh, just because I, well, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. Right. Because Saturday I also had to produce another uh, KFOG thing Saturday morning. Oh, I didn't know that. So for one of the weekend shocks. Oh. And so um after that, I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to lift over to the park right. at, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon? Or am I going to drive down there and, you know... Try and find... You know, gamble or whatever. <laughs> and I thought... But then I was like, it's going to cost me this much and getting out of there and going back and forth. And, you know, like, I, I, I was like, you know what? I feel better. I'll just... I'll figure it out and I'll drive down there. And if, it, if I can't find parking, I'll park far enough that it's like a closer lift ride. To get over there, yes. mm-hmm. as opposed to you know driving all across town, that's yep. going to be like a thirty dollar ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I had a couple of spots in mind that I was just like, you know what, this isn't that far from the entrance of uh, of Outside Lands, and I said, and it's kind of metered parking. Maybe I'll like maybe I'll get lucky somewhere around that area because people 
aren't really there for the festival and it's metered so they have to you know like they're more in and out Mm -hmm. both days freaking found a spot and it was like about maybe two blocks two blocks away from holden I I was telling Jeff dogs. I'm like I think there's you can find parking here if you know where to find it I and uh, yeah and uh, that and, and you know your way around the, I think that's kind of it is like after doing this for so many years and actually having to drive there because of working the events or you know like having to do uh, stuff with the state with the radio stations right um I kind of have an idea of where you can kind of find spaces or find and I've always kind of I. It doesn't. It's not happening immediately. Sometimes it takes you know ten minutes or something like that. But it's like, hey, it's ten minutes of driving around, and I found a spot. It's right. not far away. Right. It's not terrible. Uh, yeah. So that's outside. They probably do it to scare people, so that they don't do right. it. Well, right. and yeah, nobody, nobody wants to. Yeah, everybody's afraid. And lift. You know, you just it's press easy. a button, pick me up. Yep. So, yeah, it was easy. It was good. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Some people that I was picking up last week, they're like, oh, Outside Lands is this weekend? I'm like, yeah. There was a lot going on this weekend, apparently. Well, Lady Gaga had no idea until yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah. I I had, I heard about it, but I forgot, I guess, because I knew it was, cause it was this weekend. And then I saw my friends posting it. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh. Where was she? At AT&T. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. And it was also the Filipino <laughs> celebration at Yerba Buena <laughs> Gardens. Hey, you guys. On the list of big events. Did you go there? Event. No. Were you there no. celebrating? I was oh. too busy. I'm always celebrating being Filipino. I know you oh. are. Every day. Every day. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're going to get the dark shit now. So I had no idea what happened in Charlottesville uh, probably until Saturday afternoon. Hmm. Right? Because everything happened Friday night, I mm. think. Uh, my first uh, comment was I saw the photo, at least one of the photos of the neo-Nazis. Uh, one of the guys looked like just a bartender that would be bartending in San Francisco. He had like a handlebar sh- mustache <laughs> and just looked like, I got confused. I'm like, who are these guys? Are they bartenders that are striking with citronella candles? I didn't really know what was happening. I didn't know the uh, the heaviness that these guys are the new neo-Nazis of the world. Um, and yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. I felt, I don't know. And I know that, that the, they, I didn't know why they were protesting and it was because that the college was getting rid of all they were their taking down the statues, Confederate yeah. stuff or mm-hmm. what that's Which has been statue. going on across. Right. Everywhere in the yeah. South. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I don't know what else to say about it except that there was the counter protest and that's where shit got real yeah yeah uh (laughs) i feel like you watch the news more than i do no well it's just been um or pay attention because i've tuned out (laughs) yeah i try not to but it's just fucking everywhere right and then it's just like easy to get buried in it but um yeah so there wasn't enough police presence you know nobody was protecting anything was it one of those things where the crowd was not that it makes it right. It was anything. a peaceful counter protest. No, no, no. Like the... the neo-Nazi guys. Was mm-hmm. that like a group of, you know, 50? <laughs> and then it turned into... I don't know. I don't know how big the group was, but the I mean, they guy... may say it, they may say it was 10,000, but... Yeah, yeah, 3 million, I there think. Was 3 there was 3 million neo-Nazis million there. in Charlottesville. No, I think... <laughs> 
I think the biggest issue, well, like, of course, David Duke was there, right? And he was, he, oh, yeah, he I was, heard him. He was interviewed, yeah. right? And he's like, we're here to follow through with what Trump said. Yeah. We're following, like, he named him. I know he did. He put him on blast. And, um, yeah, so the asshole that decides to maul a, a crowd with his car and, 20 year old. And, and kill someone, yeah, this 20 year old asshole who kills a 32 year old local. She's from Charlottesville. She's a, paralegal she's an educated woman you know just uh, it just it's disgusting Mm -hmm. and um even more disgusting obviously is our president being silent for 24 hours Mm -hmm. i mean he he spoke but the problem was at the end of his speech he said you know the beginning was fine yes we're against all types of hatred bigotry violence and then at the end he said on many sides so he's claiming that this this violence and the, the issue was on both sides, and um, our friend Van Jones, I call him our friend. He, he doesn't is know friend us, of the but show. He is a friend of the day. show. Van Jones <laughs> was on the panel, uh, CNN State of the Union, mm-hmm. and um, Michael Caputo, who is a former senior advisor for the Trump campaign, was backing up Trump's statements, and he's like, "Well, you know." there is violence on both sides and he was blaming Antifa, the anti-fascist movement, Mm -hmm. you know, anti-bigotry, anti-racism. He's blaming them as well. He's like, there is much to blame as, as, you know, this this guy that ran them over. And Van Jones, as eloquently and beautifully as only he can put it, right? He's like, okay, I agree with you that there's division in this country and that's a major issue. And he's like, and we can talk about that tomorrow or the day after. And he's like, but... What happened was a Nazi assassinated an American mm-hmm. in broad daylight, mm-hmm. and our president did not did not denounce this. Mm-hmm. He's blaming both sides, right. and he's like, "This is not an incident of both sides because both sides are not using ISIS-like tactics, like mauling over a crowd." Right. He's like, "That that's not both sides." Today, right. this is what happened. Right. We can talk about this issue at another time, but he was very passionate and eloquent, way more eloquent than I'm putting it, but. Yeah, and it's just depressing that our our president just, he's so quick to talk shit about a Gold Star family, about prisoners of war, about a media journalist who was physically, uh, had a, whatever, he made fun of the... the, um, Oh, yeah, he makes fun of people with disabilities. The media, he's so quick Mm -hmm. to make fun of anybody and talk shit about anybody, but but he's silent on... On, something on huge that just happened which is in, domestic in terrorism right and, and so but not did, when it's white people right attacking oh and that's people. also i think van jones also said that he's like imagine if this was a muslim oh. terrorist a if this was a muslim protest yeah and oh, he'd be screaming from the rooftops. oh yeah yeah every one of those people would be in jail right now well and a number of a number of um white supremacist groups and and online organizations have said like oh thank you donald trump yeah. he, he said it was both sides we're proud of you god bless you like thanking him and grateful that he he just kept his mouth shut so this morning this is 48 hours later he finally he came back from his vacation and he finally said number 40 yeah of his vacations and, seven and he finally said like yeah no of course yeah i'm against nazis i'm against white supremacists and you know he was backed into a corner so he had to say that but like I don't know if these are true. I, I'm not going to spread fake news, and I don't know who really has the answer, but I've been seeing more posts from people that seem pretty reliable and trustworthy that say that um, Donald Trump's father was part of the KKK. I don't know. Um, 
Who knows? <laughs> but if that's true, that's fucking scary. Um. So yeah. So that should happen Saturday. <laughs> and Saturday night, uh, my boyfriend, my mom, uh, our roommate who's moving this week, uh, and our neighbor who's been on this uh, program before, Lindsay, who's a therapist. We're all sitting at my pub. I'm calling it my pub because it is. It's literally my neighborhood pub. <clears throat> we were hanging out and. Uh, Lindsay brought up that there was a uh, article, I think, written by a friend of hers who's a therapist, who was wrote something about how all of the president's um, worst traits, which are terrible traits, we all have one of those traits or a couple of those traits in us, which is true. Narcissism, you know, whatever. Tanning too much, I don't, <laughs> using bad makeup, small hands, small yeah, hands, I'm guilty of that, bad hair. Sure. You know, all of us have those traits, right? So I don't know if it's trying to humanize him, but really thinking about who he is, why we hate him so much, and how it reflects on us, whatever. So we're having this conversation, and Jeff's very passionate. And, you know, we've had beers and wine in the afternoon. It was a barbecue. We're enjoying ourselves. And I could tell there is this uh, older white gentleman behind my mother uh, really not having it with Jeff. And, you know, you can he tell. He was just kind of looking over. and He kept looking at us. He kept listening. And I at first I was like, I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to look at this guy. Then uh, he starts doing this behind my mom. Oh, And I'm my. like, is this the 1950s? Like, oh who does God. this yeah, anymore? Are yeah. You <laughs> and talking to his woman or whoever this woman was with him. And I could tell he was just really angry about... We weren't even really talking shit about Trump. We were just t talking about his worst traits, which are terrible, by the way. They're yeah. terrible. And they're facts. And they're facts. they're not... No. There's proof and... Right. <laughs> so now he's doing this, and I'm like, what which the she's fuck? pounding her fist on her hand. Yeah, you guys. You. Yeah. That's, that's the sound you're hearing. So I turn to him, because I could tell. I'm like, if, I, if we don't say something, he's just going to say something anyways. He just mm -hmm. really wants to be heard. Yeah. I'm like, do you have something to say? You're really animated back there. <laughs> Turns, looks at my boyfriend, points directly at him. He's like, you're a fucking prick. And I'm like, what? I want to flip the I wasn't table. Th I wasn't I wish that you there. were there. No, I would. Are you kidding? We I would have gotten been, high fee. No, I know. I we, shouldn't have been. I was supposed to be there. I'm just going to yeah, say. I kind of wish you and Matt were there. <laughs> but um, so, and then all of us were like, I, I what? <laughs> You're a fucking prick. You should not be talking about our president that way. And I am like, wow. What do you even say? Where am I? How do you even start to, you know, say anything to that guy? <laughs> like, yeah, anything. And then, uh, so my uh, mom turned around. And your mom was there too. Oh, and man. my mother is there. Yep. And look, my mom is way more liberal super passionate very passionate about politics she moved from kansas in 1968 because uh nixon was nominated president like literally that's why she moved out of kansas she's like i am not going to live in a midwestern town and uh part of the country and nixon is president i'm out of here at 18 she's very political so she turns around and sort of starts engaging, you know, not yelling at him, but was like, what, why are you yelling at him? And he starts doing this to my mom. Oh, shooing God. her away. Oh, my. So God. not only is he in her face a little bit, then <sighs> our roommate, 
this is her first and last time at the Pig and Whistle, by the way. She'd never gone there in the last 10 months since she's lived there. Oh, and well, that's I was a whole trying other to make issue. it into like, let's go to the Pig and Whistle. You've never been there. It's the best bar ever. <laughs> I've lived here for 11 years. I go there, you know, not once a week, but maybe every other week or and whenever. And I've always had an awesome time at the Pig. Every so, time. Yeah. It's been great. You maybe know. it's because she went and she. I know. Ruined. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> Like sorry, I'm sorry I brought you here. So now he's demeaning your mother. He's demeaning which my mother. I'm so glad I wasn't he's there. He's already Fuck insulted my boyfriend. Then my, our roommate like got hyphy, which was awesome. She's like, "Excuse me." Oh, sorry, I just kissed the mic. I'm getting really <laughs> yeah, passionate. You guys. ate the mic. I just, wow. I think I just got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she was like, "Excuse me." Do you do not need to put your hands in her face? I was like, uh oh, we're nice. gonna get. I mean, she's East Coast, so I was like, cool. And so is Lindsay, by the way. From yeah, fucking Altoona. Soul sister. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, but Lindsay, because she's a therapist. Oh, so then he sits down at our fucking table, and I'm like, Who is, oh. well, he, you know, he voted. Well, we learned that this guy voted for Trump. But Obviously. He thinks, but, be, you know, he thinks he's now invited to sit down at our table. Holy fuck. So he sat down at our table because Jeff's like, why am I a fucking prick? Jeff, Jeff, Jeff just kept asking that. Why? Tell me why I'm a fucking prick. Why am I a prick? And so Lindsay was like, I love Lindsay. I love you, girl. She's like, sir, why are you inspired to listen to our conversation here? Like, why do you feel the need you have to sit down and, and talk to us? Yeah, and you're here with your lady why, friend. Why yeah. don't you enjoy your night? And he's like, well, I voted for him. Because we asked. We were like, did you vote for him? Yes, I voted for Donald J. Trump to be our president. And we said, why? He's a good businessman. I was going to flip the goddamn table. Oh, my God. going to flip the goddamn table, you guys. Uh that's I, so that's why and he's I, like well why didn't know. you why didn't you take him i i'm paraphrasing because there's a lot going on in these uh, 15 minutes of fury but he asked us he pointed at jeff and was like why aren't you supporting our president and jeff you know doesn't matter if he had 10 beers or whatever he had like at least 10 bullet points he's like right. oh i don't know he's a misogynist he hates uh, people with disabilities and makes fun of them he hates the press blah 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 goes mm -hmm. down he had nothing to say Nothing, not one goddamn word to what Jeff had to say. And then um, pointed at me and told me, uh, and didn't pick on anyone else besides me and Jeff, pointed at me and said that I'm, elite, I'm an elitist and uh, I'm privileged to live where I live. Because he asked me, where, where do you live? I'm like, right across the street for 11 years. Uh, and I... And I asked, why am I privileged to live here? Well, you're privileged to live in a liberal city like this one. And I was like, well, I was born in... And he asked me where I was born and raised. And I said, I was born and raised in the Bay Area. Well, you're privileged to just have that. Those poor people in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, oh, she's from Pennsylvania. Why don't you talk to her about that? Oh, that's awesome. Which was... I'm like, all of the states in the whole country. And yeah. then... So I'm like, talk to her. So then he shut up. Then he pointed back at me and wanted to talk to me and tell me that I'm privileged and elitist because I live where I live. And I'm like, look, I didn't pick or choose to live in the Bay Area. My mom, I went over her fleeing to California with $18 in her pocket to live here with her grandmother. I said, my father was born and raised first generation Chinatown born during the depression. Uh, so I didn't really have a choice where I was going to live. I'm lucky to be here. Mm -hmm. He's like, Oh, is your dad shrimp boy? Oh my God. I can't believe you were entertaining this guy for this long. Me neither. I can't after, believe you entertained. So this then man. after that, and my mom, my mom's like, uh, so you're racist now. <laughs> 
yeah. she yells at him. Add it to the list. Yeah, you're racist. He's got so, the same traits as this fucking yes, president. Right. That's so, why he was all defensive. So that happened. And then, so Jeff asked me, he's like, so how do you feel about the KKK supporting your president? How do you feel about that? He's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, he had, the full, en- he had the full endorsement of the KKK going into the elections. They endorsed him as president. He had not one goddamn thing to say. I'm like, I'm out of here. I left. I'm like, we need our we need our check and so I need the, to go. So the only thing he said to defend him was he's a good businessman. Yep, and the then he thing. was just yep. talking shit. And yes. OK. So that was fun. I'm so happy I wasn't there. <laughs> Went home See, and cried. it's just the waste of hot air. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm surprised you. He just proved why. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's no intellectual thought. No, none. defending this and man. And he was British. And all Lindsay wanted to yell at him was Brexit. <laughs> she didn't, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, wow, on my, on my corner. And, yeah. you know. Well, it's funny because I told Matt that you this happened to you guys. And he's like, what does that guy expect? He's in San Francisco. He's shocked that he hears people. We, we didn't know exactly what you were saying about Trump. But he's like, is he shocked to hear that people in one of the most liberal cities in our country are against Trump? Like, what is he thinking? Like, does he he just wants to fight? It right. Sounds like so. Right. Well, he didn't like anyone talking badly about our our president. Mike, he's not my president. So. Uh, anyway, <sighs> so then I cried myself to sleep that night and then <laughs> Sunday was kind of no better for a while. And then we ate our feelings, uh, which you do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was that. And then I ate a big pork chop last night. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Just had some wine and ate a pork chop and held a baby. I held a baby that helped. Oh, who's baby? Oh, a friend of a friend. She's cute. Her name's Cece. Uh, hi, Cece. Really cute. Um, babies help. Dogs help. <laughs> and Lindsay, the therapist, is like, girl, this is just a marathon. I'm like, this is only seven months. I can't do four years. Mm-hmm. This is really driving me to want to be in the mountains, which I know those people all voted for Trump, but maybe they won't yell at us. I don't know. No, we just go to another country. Okay. I'm down. Someone asked me last night, they're like, why aren't you already moved to another country? Because I told them I'd quit my job and all this stuff. I'm like, well, I have my podcast. I have to be here. <laughs> Can't but abandon no, it. We have, to, we have to be here to stand up t- for this shit. I guess, man. It's exhausting. I mean, it's easy to want to leave, but yeah. I needed a timeout, too. It's too much this weekend. It's too much, Very you guys. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can hear us complain about I really I try. Know. We really try not to just talk shit about him in every episode. I think we do a good job. We don't. But this weekend was just too much. And I I came into the studio and I told Aaron, I was like, I don't even know what to talk about. I'm just depressed over this shit I right f- now. I felt I'm like heated, you know, just so mad. I felt this weekend how I felt the day after the election. Yeah. For some reason, this hit closer to home than. Because we knew this was coming. Like this bullshit was coming. And it, it's here. And I still don't know what's going to happen. I think that's what's more scary. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, now that he's going to go eat, a, I'm going to gain a lot of weight during this presidency. I I'm have some get lasagna. Some Come over. Yeah, you have lasagna. We have barbecue leftovers. <laughs> Pork chops are flying around. Let's go get some frickles. frickles. 
I want a goddamn frickle, Jinx. <laughs> Give a girl a frickle. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get sponsored by frickles? Yeah, hey, frickles. Uh, even if you just want to sponsor us in frickles. I'll dress up like a frickle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dress like frickles for Halloween. Whatever. It's not too early to start talking about Halloween costumes. There actually will probably be some good ones this year. Oh, I mean, God. which part of the Trump cabinet do you want to be? I know, One right? that's fired? I mean, we could be spicy. Yeah. That might be too or easy. Or mooch. Mooch will be fun. The mooch. Walk around with a knife, stab him in the front. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you guys. It's hard. Uh, actually, I'll go back to Nick Kroll and sort of round this out. Uh during Outside Lands, his first, actually his first joke, besides just talking about, you know, dogs he wants to fuck, uh, his first joke was like, so, you guys, I mean, everything is going really well. Uh, <laughs> how's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? How, uh, everyone watching the news? I mean, <laughs> we were just dying. Mm. Uh, but he was funny. I, I don't know if he and, uh, what's her name, Amy Poehler are still dating. I always wonder. Hmm. They're dating for a minute. Yeah. He's That's a an little. awesome couple. Yeah, I mean, cool. Nick Kroll. <laughs> Jury's still out. Uh, anything else? Do you have any good news, Ange? Uh, <laughs> do we have time? Well, yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah, so what? I'm, uh, a friend and I are working on this video for the Chinese Progressive Association in San Francisco. Okay. They're called CPA. Yeah, shout out to CPA, but every time Ange mentions that she's working on a CPA video, I get confused. Yeah, she's, she's like doing accounting, whatever. Anyway, and they're, and they're your people. I Shy know town. they're my people. Anyway, focus. <laughs> so Talk it is racist, It is their 45th anniversary, so they're having this big celebration, right. and it's a, it's a huge deal. It's a really, really great organization, and it unites not only the Chinese Americans in, in San Francisco, but it, it reaches across the borders of, of all Asian minorities. And mm-hmm. So anyway, um, we're making two separate videos, and one of them is for their, their youth sector called, it's called Youth Mojo, youth, Mo- youth Movement of Justice and Organizing. So these are, this is catered towards, it's a, uh, like a leadership program geared towards high school students, specifically you know, lower income, Chinese specifically, but there are other um, Asians represented and in actually even a white girl that was in the group, which was awesome. Oh, good. Uh, maybe she was mixed though. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't talk to her, yeah, but um, who knows? Anyway, so <laughs> last week I filmed their graduation ceremony. Uh, the, the older leaders in the group are, you know, moving on to college or whatever. So they have a ceremony for them and all of the leaders stand up and they name different people in the group and, and they appreciate them basically. So these are high school kids, boys and girls calling out their equals and saying like really thoughtful, deep, insightful things. Like, you know, when you first came here, you were so shy, but I watched you grow and the way that you are so passionate about this and that. I mean, it's high school kids. They're just, the future. That are really saying. just so present and aware and thoughtful. And I was filming it and I was just so empowered and inspired by that so that was on thursday that was before this whole shit show happened over the weekend but yeah you're like yes i was feeling really good i know yeah i'm like wow this is the future and these are teenagers that are so much better (laughs) better at expressing their feelings as Mm -hmm. yeah as i me you know but Mm -hmm. so anyway working on this video has been really helpful for me to uh see that there is this other movement going on that isn't so depressing and I right. Mean, there is hope and there is a future. No, I, hey, I'll reference back to a couple episodes ago. Listen to my interview with the girls from Step. They're fucking kill, uh, kicking ass 
and killing it. They were actually on the Teen Choice Awards last night. I didn't get to watch it, but I'm going to try and find the. Oh, sweet. yeah, they did a whole um, a whole step routine. So um, they're killing it. I there is hope for the future. I I just you know <laughs> I don't know. I hear a lot of different things. Like you know, it's the press's fault that these things are happening. Or you know, I had a guy this morning who was like, I I used to protest a lot. I'm not going to protest anything because it doesn't make a difference. Um, I don't know. You got to be heard one way or another. So, yeah, I, I don't and know. The press I... has to do their job, whether you agree with them or not. If there's news in a city, I've worked in newsrooms and if there's shit going on, you're going to go cover it. So I think Char knows that as being in radio and, you know, you may like it, you may not, but you still have to do it. You're, you're telling people what's happening in the world. So you're educated on it. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 important. I know. Well, I I just feel like I would what I would say is like if you feel super depressed and and helpless, maybe stop watching the news and yeah. go out into your yes. community and volunteer. Yep. It doesn't even have to be political. Go volunteer somewhere or like like I'm doing this film for the Chinese Progressive Association. Like find an organization that's doing something great and surround yourself by people that are doing something positive and it'll change your Help outlook. Help animals. And- go work at the SPC. <laughs> Or whatever fucking yeah. you know if you don't want to deal with people i get it people suck but if you want to deal with animals that need need you you can do that or you know you can just focus on john stamos <laughs> which is what i do have mercy oh god uh there's there's like not john stamos news but there is john stamos news so of course when i google it the first thing, or one of the things I see is, is John Stamos married? And of course, it's clickbait. I clicked on it. He's not. I'm like, God, you guys. Whatever. <sighs> one more Why? thing. Why? Was he wearing a ring or No, what it's just stupid fucking clickbait bullshit. <laughs> Cause I, and I, of course, I clicked it. Uh, it's just fun facts about the Full House star. And one of them was, is he married? I'm like, you guys, come on. Uh, And then they're trying to still, everyone's still trying to link him to Lori Loughlin. You guys, she's been married to the designer Massimo for like a million years. So they're not together. Um, The other thing that everyone keeps talking about is Riot Fest in Chicago, which is next next year, next month. And, you know, they're having the John Stamos art show. Uh, and I was reading that at the Riot Fest every year for the last four years, by the way, Bitch Talk has been talking about John Stamos for five years, mm-hmm. uh, that they invite him every year. He hasn't come. They put him on the special guest list just in case, on every venue, just in case he shows up. <laughs> I'm just going to start doing that. I'm putting him on every list of everything. Uh, but uh, I guess they had this, this la- no, last month or beginning of this month they had a huge art show to narrow down to like the top 10 pieces of art Mm -hmm. um and rolling stone interviewed john stamos on the john stamos art (laughs) stamos on stamos it's very meta you guys uh he doesn't say if he's gonna go to riot fest or show up but if you want to go to rollingstone.com or uh, actually i'll just post this um on facebook there's some there's like a needlepoint of john stamos (laughs) And uh, there's one. Oh, a long haired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He kind of looks like Barry Manilow, though, here. <laughs> but um, there's this one, the old, where you shake it around. Uh, All these yeah. different hairstyles. Magnet- mm-hmm. the, yeah. And then this one, whatever. This one scares the shit out of me. What? As but a he, clown? Likes, he likes this one because he's like, oh, I look like an evil uh, Marvel character. I'm like, you look 
like Michael Jackson. Actually, no. No, he looks like it. He looks like a fucking clown. I don't like it. At this all. one, he looks like. Um, Butter stamen. Well, we uh, bitch talk reported on this a few years ago. <laughs> That the Riot Fest had a Butter Stamos there. They actually had someone carve butter to look like John Stamos, which is brilliant. Wow. Um, I actually should have just submitted the the cake art of him. God damn it. When we had our 100th episode. Yep. It totally looked like John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> have butter. fire. Uh, anyways, you guys, thanks for listening to us <laughs> talk about uh, Outside Lands in-depthly. Uh, also, thank you for listening to us get a little dark. It's the reality of where we're living right now and how we're living. Um, but you do have Robert Pattinson to look forward to on Thursday. Oh, and, snap. Oh, snap. And the uh, Softy Brothers. So that's going to be great. They're it's amazing. Uplifting, and you get to listen to Robert Pattinson's magical voice, British voice. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Bitch, please.